Welcome to What the Hair, a Tangled podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Today we're talking about Brick Brothers of Corona. <laughs> Sorry, Corona. <laughs> That's gonna be an outtake. No, I'm gonna keep it in. <laughs> Just saying Corona. Okay. It's the 12th episode of Tangled the Series. It premiered on October 1st, 2017. It was written by Hang Yi Ling and directed by Joe O. Oh. I'm Candace, and with me is my co-host, Krista. Hey, Krista. Hey. Yeah, still saying Corona and hearing Corona. Yeah. Just the joke still hasn't lost its hunch with you yet. No, it was funny when I thought it was like, oh, they're referencing beer, but now it's something else. <laughs> but yeah, so this whole episode has a really nice lesson. You can't help someone who doesn't want it. All you can do is let them know you will be there. So Krista is actually a big sister, so... I wanted to know, what do you think of the portrayal of the Big Brothers? Yeah, I saw the title, obviously, before I started the episode. And I was like, oh, Big Brothers of Corona. Is that like a Big Brothers, Big Sisters thing? Because I am in that program. Uh, and I have a little who's amazing. So I was excited to see, oh, is Corona going to have their own program like that? And they don't exactly, <laughs> but it ends up happening that way. Anyway, and so this was a very cute episode. Yeah, um, you were wondering before, like, what is Lance doing now? <laughs> yeah, so then I wonder if this was one of the episodes that was supposed to be before our last one. Because in our previous episode, we talked about, like, why is Lance randomly in the castle and nobody thinks this is weird? And if this episode was before that, it might explain more. Because he's yeah. helping Eugene train the guard. So the opening scene is them like in the middle of a heist and the guard is chasing after them and you're supposed to be confused like oh what's happening it doesn't look like a flashback like it's not in a different color there's no indication it's a flashback so I'm immediately suspicious and I bet this is some kind of training which you were right I'm and so smart I know <laughs> figured out guess. the sick show <laughs> you figured it out yeah because the issue is the guards can't capture this person they're calling the silent striker and eugene and lance are trying to help them like think like a thief kind of thing become the thief find the thief kind of thing yeah and eugene is trying to get lance like a full-time job with the guard doing what he's doing regularly yeah he's trying to help out his friend but lance is like meh <laughs> yeah so we find out the silent striker and i think it's eugene's like i'm not calling the person that was the term, <laughs> has been hitting like Uncle Monty and has been hitting like all these shops in the area. And so Eugene does his little crime board that we've seen like Rapunzel do and on Beautiful Mind and all the cop shows where you like have the string and you're he like, Charlie oh, days it. They're going to hit right funny. here. Yeah. And they trap the silent striker, which turns out to be two cute, sarcastic, emo little girls. I have in my notes the target demographic. I have in my notes, can I adopt them? They are so cute. And okay. So we've talked about Jeremy Jordan and how much I love him. Obviously, he plays Varian. He is Bay, or whatever the kids are saying nowadays. I don't know. I just dated myself. And that was yep. even after my time. Even I'm embarrassed right now for it. I know. Okay. Sorry. She's just like one of those celebrity crushes, like him, Chris Evans. Like, I will blush thinking about them. So, yes. I'm saying all this for a reason. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to get to a point here. It's just my love of Jeremy Jordan. It's very okay. 
So yes, I love him, but he plays a child in the show. Something I appreciate about Red and Angry is they're played by children. And you can hear in their voices their children. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't know. There's so many famous kids' voices that have been narrated by adults over the years, so I honestly can never tell. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> they should have just been very older, like by a few years. That's all I'm saying now. All right. Anyway, <laughs> the kids are adorable, voiced by real kids. Yes. So that's great. They're hilarious. They set up the captain of the guard for that joke of like, none your business. Yeah. He's like, what's your name? He's like, Nanya. And he's like, Nanya who? None your business. Although said better than that, I will say. Anyway, and then you have <laughs> Eugene and Lance laughing at the joke. They're just cracking up. Yeah, they're all cut from the same cloth there. Yeah, and funny. like the king's like, I can't send children to jail. So instead, I have a bright idea. <laughs> Let's let these two idiots, Eugene and Lance, take care of children. Now, I know these are like highly skilled thieving children, but really, Eugene and Lance, that's like your best bet for rehabilitation. Really? They can't even like feed themselves. Yeah, hey, yeah. It doesn't. It's King Fred. He, uh, I question his thought process sometimes. I I do too. But anyway, it's all gonna work out because it's the Tangled TV show. Yeah, um, and then oh, they won't a- give them their names, so they no. call them Angry and Red. That's not their real names. <laughs> I love and like the Angry. Like I love that being her nickname. It's so yeah, cute. because she kicks so Eugene. <laughs> She's so angry. It's perfect. I know. Oh. And Lance is just like, she's so, I'm like talking to, he's like, Red's his. And he's like, she's just so cute. And she's like, oh. But yeah, I thought it was hilarious that they're, these two former thieves are trying to like unthief these two girls. And they're doing a pretty bad job of it at the beginning. Like they're teaching them new tricks. Yeah. And like they're about to write down, like, because they're, they're trying to, imp- impress them like we were like master thieves we came up with this trick and that trick and they're like tell us more please they're like the drop and stop and then they start telling them their like playbook and they're like wait we should not do this there was some foreshadowing dropped in that scene where Mm -hmm. talk about all their old exploits and they mention briefly the baron and you Mm -hmm. see the two girls look at each other yeah we've heard about the baron before that's who lance got eugene to help steal from the previous time and who they'd done jobs for before and i think he's yeah we'll find out more about the baron through the series yeah it makes sense because there's been some foreshadowing and there are flashbacks of like the last time they had been on a job together and got double crossed by the baron or something like that so like yeah he definitely somebody from their past that's like come up a couple times so I will be excited to see how that plays out. But yeah, so you're already like, something's happening here. Oh, but before we go too far, oh. we should mention the B story. Yeah, the B story. Which is Rapunzel's like, I'm going to set a trap <laughs> in my room. <laughs> and be like, I really hope the silent striker doesn't get as far as the princess's bedroom in the highest tower in the castle. Maybe she was going to move the trap to somewhere else. She was just showing Cass how it worked. And Cass was like... This is dumb. And then falls straight into the trap. Yeah. And breaks her leg. 
or Candace makes us sad. Rapunzel's really worried about being kidnapped again. Candace, no, that's not. That's not. <laughs> no, did Rapunzel look worried? Did she look sad? Also, the silent striker has been stealing things, not stealing people. Okay. No, I do not accept your sad. <laughs> you do not accept today. Not accept. Candace makes it sad. On to happy. So Cass breaks her leg. I'm and... happy. <laughs> yeah, Eugene would be happy about it. Was. Um, so Cass breaks her leg, and Rapunzel, as always, wants to like nurse her back to health and be the best friend ever and help her out. But the thing that got me was that Pascal was wearing a little nurse's uniform yes! with the little hat. He's thrilled. So that means Rapunzel took time between Cass like getting wrapped up her leg to make a little nurse's outfit for Pascal or Pascal made it himself. I don't know. I want that to be like my icon on social media somewhere. Oh my gosh. But it's so great. And so that storyline is, I don't know, it's pretty predictable. It's just a short little B story. And like Rapunzel being like, let me help. And Cass being like, please leave me alone. And I did love that like Rapunzel keeps making suggestions of things she could do. And Pascal is literally pulling her by the hair out the door as she keeps talking. Pascal knows boundaries, apparently. I know. Rapunzel Chameleon not. knows boundaries. Yeah. And like Rapunzel sent guards to guard Cass's room to make sure nobody interrupted her. But it was Stan and Pete and Stan and Pete were arguing about, I think, quiche or something else. I don't remember what they were arguing about this time. Whether they should pace or something. Whether they should march. Oh, yeah. And then Maximus takes over. Oh, yeah. Because Rapunzel realized, oh, these two guard guys, they're too loud. Let me have Maximus, the horse, <laughs> instead because he'll be quieter. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, uh, back to the, the main yeah. story is like Eugene and Lance are like, let's scare them straight kind of thing. And so they take them to the snuggly duckling and they just like Lance, Eugene, like look away for just like a few minutes. And the children have the thugs crying. Oh yeah, they bully those thugs. Those thugs are pushovers for those little girls. Oh my gosh. So then finally Eugene gets smarter and does what I had been thinking he should do all episode. <laughs> You laughing because I said he gets smarter. Yeah, he gets mildly smarter and finally takes the girls to Rapunzel. And of course, like Pascal is super charming, and so the girls are having like a fun, like little kid moment. Yeah. And then, of course, we get another foreshadowing moment when he puts them to bed and Angry mentions that they're trying to get away, and he's like, mm -hmm. "From who?" But she's already asleep. So again, it's like tying into the the Baron story. Or, but it's so know, cute. He's tucking her in, and they're yeah. like people don't have us meet princesses and do this kind of thing. And you're just like, you were like eight or something. I don't know. How do you know what the real world is like? You're eight. Oh, but very cute. Dun to dun. All of a sudden the girls are gone and the tiara is gone. The very tiara that Eugene stole in the first place. I know, full circle. So of course they're fired. And I love that Lance points out the exact thought I had, which was like, they can't fire me. They never hired me in the first place. <laughs> I'm it's like me and Lance, brain twins. Yeah, that's I don't know if that's scary. a good thing, Krista. It's scary. Oh my gosh. And then it's revealed, gasp, that the girls have been indeed running away from the Baron. Not to say I called it the entire episode. You're just so smart. I'm so smart. Again, just figuring out this children's story. 
yeah. every episode. The plot twist. Yeah, the way they're able to find him is Cass comes by and is like, saw the flower red hat in her hair and is like, it only grows at this one cliff. <laughs> so convenient, right? Yeah, so they find them because Weasel, the Baron's like sidekick. Looks like Scarecrow. Why isn't he called Scarecrow? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, but we had seen him in a previous flashback because anytime yeah, he, like the Baron comes up in a flashback, like they're working Weasel. with the Scarecrow, who's one of his henchmen. Yes. I called him the Scarecrow anyway. <laughs> That's just what yeah. I call him. But anyway, it's really sweet because Eugene and Lance decide that they're going to take the girl's place. So they offer themselves as like like a trade. Like you let the girls yeah. go and we'll be your prisoners, which is just so sweet. And the girls are about to leave, but they're like, they didn't give up on us. So we're not going to give up on them. So then they show up and use that drop and stop play from the guy's old like thief playbook that the mm -hmm. boys like accidentally taught them. <laughs> and they rescue them. And it's so cute. And yeah, the girls return all the stolen loot and Eugene is rehired and Lance is hired, but Lance is like, no, I'm going to be the chef for the ugly duckling. Snuggly ducking. Snuggly duckling. Say that 10 times fast. Yeah. yeah. And he says today's his first day, but he's taking a personal day. So I don't know if that job is going to last. Yeah. You might need to work on this, like, regular employment thing. Yeah. I don't think he knows how the rules work. But yeah, I was glad the girls, like, dropped all the loot off. But then they leave. And I'm like, no, I want them to come back. The castle needs more orphans. Rapunzel and Eugene can raise them. It'd be beautiful. Yeah, like, what they should have been doing is, like, trying to find them a family. I thought that was going to be part of the episode. Also, yeah, I hope hoped that eugene i think maybe after the series he probably worked more with orphans if that's a story down the line because you know him and lance knowing what it's like to grow up in yeah they orphanage. can officially start a big brother big sister program for the orphanage that would be very great so candace is there any chance that we might see angry and red again and that we might learn their real names maybe because right now I mean, they sound like some of the seven dwarves like angry red at least angry does you know grumpy yeah didn't call her grumpy can only be one but yeah like eugene and lance they're like feel like we're gonna see them again it felt like the episode left the door open for that if they wanted to but like if they didn't like nothing was really left like too yeah too uncovered or too whatever <laughs> but okay so eugene and rapunzel have a really nice moment that we should talk about and Eugene's like, I wanted them to, one of the girls to see you because you were what made, you were what made me change. And Rapunzel's like, no. <laughs> it's like, you wanted to change. He she uses the word her. fix, which fix, when he yes. first used it, I really was like, I bristled with it. I was like, oh no. But then she's like, no, nobody fixes another person. Yes. And that of course helps her realize like, oh, you can't help someone who doesn't want it. <laughs> like yeah but yeah it was a lesson for both of them because they both were dealing with very different situations but that idea of like helping someone who didn't want it and having to be like helpful but have to take a step back as well yeah again nurse pascal super cute if i'm ever injured or sick <laughs> i want him taking care of me can you make a t-shirt with nurse pascal on yes. it 
We'll put it in our tea public. <laughs> Great. That can be our first t-shirt for our Tangled <laughs> podcast. It's not the one you pe- pe- like people would think of right away. No. Nurse Pascal. It's what makes it fun. <laughs> but yeah, we want to know what do you think of this episode? What do you think about Red and Angry? You can find us at thegeekywaffle.com. We have a Twitter, Tangled underscore podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at Candace is a Geek and Krista, Krista Geeks Out. And as Rapunzel says, we hope you have the best day ever.